0: Okay. oh wait i do have one thing oh except i think mom's downstairs so i'm gonna have to oh, whisper it to you. <laughs> okay <laughs> welcome to podcast without a acronym. <laughs> yeah the christmas season is upon us as you know what is it yep i bought myself my first spiced cranberry spray of the season mm. is it good no, they're never really that good, but. Yeah, I do remember it just kind of tasting like Sprite. I buy them for the sake of tradition. That's fair. You gotta. You, know, you just, you gotta. A lot of seasonal classics are not that good, so. <laughs> okay, fair. It's just true. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Sorry. Great. <laughs> Uh, we're doing a podcast. This is a podcast about a colloquial acronym. Uh-huh. I'm Hannah. I'm Mara. That's the little podcast. That's um, it. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> yeah. okay, sorry, there were 10 seconds in, but <laughs> every time every time I make this podcast I think of Parks and Rec and that radio show. Um, oh yeah, I the like really NPR. Even... Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is, I don't even know if it's what the the shows called, but he goes, Thoughts for your thoughts or oh, yeah. something. Thoughts anyway, for your I thoughts. I just think about think about him all the time while we're while I have my little absolutely like thoughts for your thoughts. Um, <laughs> so, welcome, you know. To thoughts for your thoughts. For your thoughts. I'm Lakshmi Sang. <laughs> Filling in for <laughs> another NPR reporter. I know. I know. I remember that Mar Mara Mar Yeah, That's right. I've been driving mom's car a lot because my car is broken, and yeah, uh, she always has NPR on <laughs> NPR. the radio, so I always listen That's to fifteen stuff. seconds of an NPR broadcast. I will say, every Sunday, I think about, I think about the Splendid Table. They like canceled it or something, but yeah, I just the feeling of like driving home after church and Splendid Table was on, and like then you go home and have lunch it's a very specific feeling yeah ours was always wait wait don't tell me or oh yeah hurry home companion oh i love those ones somebody was describing wait wait don't tell me to me recently <laughs> oh, as if it was something no one had ever heard of and i was like "Sir, <laughs> but um, uh... <laughs> i'm aware of wait wait don't tell me that's so funny trust me Anyway, welcome to Wait Wait, Don't Tell Me. Um, (laughs) Anyways, this is podcast about NPR cast. (laughs) We're talking about Phineas and Ferb. It would be funny if we did one episode where we just did it in like a very dry NPR way. Oh my gosh! But like interview style, I would just we would just interview each other about the episodes (laughs) that we watched. We would just be like, "Tell me about this decision that you made." Every question is like a run-on sentence that has four hundred words in it. I'm like, that question was a full paragraph. <laughs> you have nine seconds to answer. Yeah. Like anyway, um, we're not doing that today, though. No. What I do want to do is talk about episode 229A. <laughs> titled, for some reason, The Lizard Whisperer. Listen, <laughs> I don't know about these ones, guys. uh, There's some solid bits, but overall. Yeah. I don't know know what's up. Remember when uh, they used to just, like, build roller coasters? Yeah, I do. (laughs) Me too. Just for some context up top, um, space aliens come to Danville in this episode. (laughs) And it's not the craziest thing that happens. It's an afterthought. It's like one beat of the story. It doesn't matter at all. Okay. Uh, starting off strong. The boys are in the backyard. Phineas says to Ferb. Phineas and Ferb are the main characters of the show. Phineas and Ferb. Phineas says to Ferb, well, I think we outdid ourselves today. Spoiler alert, they did not. Yeah. What they've made is a regular frozen yogurt machine. Yeah. Like, if you walked into Just a TCBY a in 2002, size. you would see oh this gosh. frozen yogurt machine. Now I want TCBY. Also, shout out to TCBY. <laughs> gone, but not forgotten. Also, maybe not gone. Also, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> they might gone. still have them. I don't know. I think Froyo should make a comeback. Oh, 2024 yes. should be the year of Froyo. The year of Froyo. Let's make it happen, guys. Yeah. Oh, there's... These... Too many specialty cookie places <laughs> and not enough regular froyo regular places. Froyo places. I did look it up, and all the ones, at least in my area, are permanently closed. There's mm. a different frozen yogurt place, though, so I don't, I don't know. There but were a few. There used to be. Boy, my senior year of high school was like the height of frozen yogurt, and what a time! Yeah, what a time. Could just go in there, get yourself an ungodly amount of frozen <laughs> yogurt. I <laughs> was like ten pounds of frozen yogurt. Put Several additional pounds of a variety Topping. of candies and syrups. Oh my god! On top of that, and then eat what all I would of it. Give so good. Only in America. Only in America. Where we pay for frozen yogurt literally by the pound. By the pound. <laughs> oh, what a world! Listen, That's the American dream. A lot of dream. things I don't like about this country, but <laughs> yeah, frozen yogurt. So I think mean, George Washington would have loved it. Anyway. <laughs> George Washington knew he would die in the, about DCBY. the first bite. Oh he had gosh. wooden teeth. All right, he—I right. don't even know if he could eat frozen yogurt. <laughs> what are we talking about? Okay, I guess so. <laughs> the boys made a frozen yogurt machine. Phineas <clears throat> says we have enough frozen yogurt to last the entire summer, and I was like, "That's not how frozen yogurt works." Yeah, but okay, then. A chameleon arrives. <laughs> the word chameleon is in heavy quotes. <laughs> it's the shiftiest yeah. lizard of all time. He like literally Absolutely. peeks around the corner. I was like, okay, this <laughs> lizard is intelligent. He's 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 the alien. I don't... It is a hundred percent. I have that written in my notes. Okay, <laughs> it's a bright orange tropical chameleon. It's like a also footlock. he's huge. He's gigantic. <laughs> he arrives. They're like, oh look. lizard they feed him some random mushrooms that are growing in their yard yeah the first of many (laughs) decisions that i will call into question in this episode i listen um fans and fur are unsafe about a lot of things but they're really unsafe about their pets (laughs) yeah um don't feed random chameleons uh, random mushrooms from your yard what bonkers um, yeah. Then Isabella shows up. This entire thing just is like a fever dream. Isabella shows up. Uh, she identifies this lizard as the North American chameleon, which is yeah. wrong for multiple reasons. Um, is that even a... yeah, go I googled ahead. North American chameleon. Okay. There is a chameleon that is just called the American chameleon. Okay. It exists exclusively in the subtropical zones of North America, which for reference are like mm. Southern Texas, Florida parts of maybe louisiana okay definitely not the eastern seaboard right also the american chameleon is famously green yeah <laughs> it also doesn't turn completely invisible which okay this chameleon does <laughs> yeah <laughs> because this chameleon whom they named steve questions is not a chameleon he's an escaped science experiment slash alien <laughs> There is no way that yeah. this is a naturally occurring part of the Danville ecosystem. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. The boys just accept it. They've adopted Steve. Fine. Yeah. Candace arrives in the backyard. She's on the phone with Jeremy. Jeremy's telling her that he's getting ready to go teach some guitar lessons. Because yeah. once again, Jeremy 12 Jobs Johnson <laughs> has <laughs> yet another form of freelance employment that he's doing. <sighs> Yeah, I don't understand him. What is he saving up for? I think it's to flee the country or something. Maybe. because He's saving up for extensive plastic surgery so that he can change his identity (laughs) and Candace will never find him. Or he's buying a lot of weed. We don't know. (laughs) That's probably it. (laughs) He's so relaxed. He's very chill, especially in this episode. yeah anyway candace is on the phone with jeremy he uses the word appointments to describe his guitar lessons and candace <laughs> bonkers nicknames flynn like starts <laughs> she calls him dr six strings crazy yeah. she calls Which him doesn't that. Even make any sense. she says okay dr six strings good luck with your patience and then she hangs up without waiting for a response <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's the only appropriate thing to do after saying that. <laughs> she says to herself, "Doctor Six Strings." Now that's banter, and I was like, I <laughs> yeah. don't think it is. <laughs> I don't think it is legally actionable. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> also, banter is sort of a two-way situation. No, what? <laughs> Crazy. Oh um, then she arrives and she's like, "I'm gonna bust the boys for the Froyo machine," and she leaves to find her mom. I would have been like, pour me some fro I know. At what? least first. Why not both? Yeah. Anyway, the boys go to find some more mushrooms for Steve because he's still hungry, which I guess they infer from his complete lack of expression. Um, <laughs> they also learn during this interaction that he can turn completely invisible. So yeah, those are his only two modes, bright orange or completely invisible. Yeah. Which is how real chameleons are in the wild. So that that holds up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, on their way out, Isabella goes, I bet Perry's going to love Steve. And I was like, babe, Perry's going to eat Steve. I know. That's what I thought. (laughs) What? Oh, boy. Perry is in his lair getting briefed. Um, Monogram is on the screen. And he tells him that Doofenshmirtz has been stocking up on a lot of high-end music equipment. And I was like, okay. So he has a yeah. hobby? Okay, seriously. He performs full-scale musical numbers as part of most of his scheme. Right? So I feel like this on is not the, the first time he's bought an amp. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. We get to the real reason why they're sending him, which is that Doofenshmirtz outbid Monogram on a vintage guitar that I guess he was looking to buy on eBay yeah presumably during work hours <laughs> of course carl interjects in the most annoying possible way uh and monogram is like go get him Perry. <laughs> go get me that guitar yeah. <clears throat> just kidding he sends him to see what doofenshmirtz is doing yeah we get to doofenshmirtz evil incorporated <laughs> doofenshmirtz opens the door and instead of perry which we expected it's jeremy <laughs> he's arrived for his guitar lesson it's with doof and schmerz that's correct doof tells him that he quote has a very special melody that i'd like to learn how to perpetrate i mean play sure (laughs) that okay good Uh, save buddy (laughs) whatever vanessa arrives she's on screen for four seconds um, she's like, "Oh, a guitar player." <laughs> and she's what like, "Do you like what is she, it's called? Like the bloody fangs or something?" What is the band name that she says? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't write it down. Do you like? I don't the think that screaming face. Thought it was whatever. Yeah, sc- she says some yeah. the scraping, scraping fangs. It, yeah, sc- scraping the, fangs. That sounds right. The yeah. Anyway, whatever. Okay, um. Yeah. He's like, no, sorry, I don't like heavy metal. <laughs> As if she couldn't tell by everything about him. Right? Um, what? I was like, look at Jeremy Johnson. What kind of guitar player do you think he is, babe? Yeah. She's like, okay, never mind. I was like, we stand the queen. You know? Yeah. She leaves. She uh, also, wants what she wants. Yeah, she, exactly. She's like, I don't really have time for this. Um, Jeremy definitely has a picture of Candace in his guitar case, which is cute. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Doofage Mertz, uh tells Jeremy to go flip a light switch. And Jeremy walks over to the wall to where clearly a light switch is, and he flips it. (laughs) And Doofenshmirtz is (laughs) like, that's not the light switch, it's this one. And he points at, like, a giant evil scientist lever in the floor. Yeah. And he's like, I tried to make it really obvious. It's a whole bit. Anyway. uh, It's good. Jeremy's like, okay, what was the switch (laughs) that I switched? And Doofenshmirtz tells him (laughs) that it was his prototype Gigantinator ray. And I was like, if it's a prototype, or... Just in general, why did you install a wall switch for it? Right? He had to wire that. Yeah. That is complicated electrical work. Also, why is it a permanent fixture in your home? Yeah. What? Doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No. (laughs) Got a lot of questions about it. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. The ray shoots across Danville and predictably hits Steve. Because this is a cartoon. Steve turns gigantic. He's, like, 40 feet tall now, and he stomps away, presumably to kill and eat pedestrians. <laughs> at minimum, to destroy a lot of public infrastructure. <laughs> yes. Uh, on his way out, he stomps on the frozen yogurt machine, and Sad. it doesn't injure him at all. It just disintegrates, and then it, like, sticks to his foot. So when Cand- when Linda gets back with Candace, it's Still not there. there. And then Linda's like, maybe you should chill out and just run errands with me today. <laughs> Yeah. And Gandis is like fine. The boys and Isabella arrive back at the backyard, and Phineas is very worried. He's concerned that a lizard that he left loose in his backyard, a wild lizard he doesn't know, yeah. is yeah. not exactly where he left it a full hour ago. And I yeah. was like, Do you not know how animals work? Right. Did you think he was just I... gonna wait there <laughs> for you? Yeah, he's gone, man. I think he it's did a lizard. Think that. Yeah, I don't know. It starts a pattern in the show where everything Phineas says is the dumbest thing Phineas has ever I said. He's so... I don't... Yeah, he's just so dumb in this one. He's so oblivious. Well, they're standing, first of all, in a giant footprint. Correct. They're standing in a Godzilla Steve's footprint. footprint. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Like, Isabella no points comment. out that they're standing in a giant footprint. Yeah. She's like, she guys, look. Hey... <laughs> and uh, they're like, "Wow, it's a giant chameleon footprint." And Phineas says verbatim, "That means some giant chameleon took Steve." Yeah. <laughs> uh, incredible. Yeah. Really, I... he's he's the Sherlock Holmes of this show. Anyway, what I what I wouldn't give for that few brain cells. I. Oh gosh. <laughs> I would do a lot for that. Absolutely incredible. Ugh back at doofage mercis doof is trying to play some weird guitar melody and he's doing a bad job yeah. it's like vaguely stereotypically <clears throat> egyptian it's only like two measures long and he plays it on repeat in this episode and it gets very annoying yeah jeremy's like a mid guitar teacher i'm not totally sure what he's teaching him it seems like Doof is just yeah. practicing while jeremy is there but more power I mean, jeremy secure yeah. the bag Right? Uh Dupuchmertz has a whole story about it. Jeremy's like, "Why do you need to play this over and over again?" And is like, "Well, it all started with the pyramids of Egypt." We flashback yeah. to Dupuchmertz in college Egypt? 6 months ago. We don't know when. Right? <laughs> I don't <laughs> what? He's, he's staying in like a motel next to the pyramids. Yeah, of Giza. And uh I guess maybe he's staying In a pyramid, or that motel is also built out of ancient bricks? Yeah. Because a brick gets loose and falls on him, and it has, like, an ancient hieroglyphics on it. And I was like, that's archaeologically important, right? Okay, true. First, though, um, (laughs) what happens is he's on his bed in this motel, uh, and there's, like, a coin machine that oh, takes yeah. coins next to him and he puts a coin in and all it does is shake the bed really hard <laughs> yeah it's like a magic fingers motel beds used to have that what that's a real thing for have you seen that x files episode oh no uh, Was who knows too scary you may it's like a motel thing it's like it's like a um don't, shorthand don't for like somebody. this is a really seedy like crappy motel that he's oh. staying in and also okay. it's 1996 why were they supposed to why did they have those I don't know. It was called... I, a lot of people called it magic fingers. I guess it's like a, yeah. like a massage, maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know. Are you Googling it? Yeah. Common feature in mid-priced hotels and motels from the 1960s to the early 1980s. Okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up. You're welcome. Uh, but you're right. I don't understand. Yeah. The, yeah. The brick. It's... Yeah. There's a really funny bit. So, the X-Files episode that it's in is called Bad Blood, and it's one of the vampire ones. Oh, really? But it's also, like, a Rashomon, so it's, like, Scully and Mulder are, like, telling the story, and then it's, like, getting acted out, like, from their perspective. So, like, they do. It's very funny, but there's a bit where Mulder (laughs) tries to, like, eat a piece of pizza on the bed, like, while it's vibrating. (laughs) Uh, It's great. Anyways, everyone go watch Bad Blood, the X-Files episode. X-Files. Anyways... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Doof is in this motel. He also immediately reveals that he's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, obviously aliens built the pyramids. Everyone knows that. <laughs> His twist on this bonkers conspiracy theory is that uh, the aliens were summoned by uh, some sort of musical melody that two women played. Um, and then... It enslaved the aliens so that they could build the pyramids. Yeah. Problematic for a lot of reasons, doofage press. But he Uh, found the hieroglyphs of the song on a random brick from a motel, and he's like, now I'm going to summon the aliens. Why he's just trying this now, 17 years later, couldn't tell you. Do you think he smuggled that brick back? Yeah, he hobby-lobbied that brick into the United States (laughs) hard. Um, That's funny. Definitely, he stole um, some cultural heritage from Egypt and is now using it to summon aliens to take over the tri-state area. Yeah. It's not the most cohesive plan, but it does work, listeners, which I feel like is important. (laughs) I think that's even more problematic. <laughs> this episode should end with him being like, oh, this was just a brick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jeremy's totally unfazed by this story. He could not care less about this. Um, he literally says, Monogram goes, I hope, or what's his face? goes, I hope you don't mind me going on. And Jeremy goes, I get paid by the hour, so knock yourself out. Correct. What do you think Jeremy's hourly rate for a guitar lesson is? I hope it's high. In 2011. Yeah, it's $1,200. Plus, Doof can afford it. Yeah, what? That's true. He's got that alimony money. Also unrelated, as my little treat, mm-hmm. I went to the gas station to look for dark chocolate. Sorry, listeners. This is important. Um, <laughs> I went to the gas station to look for the dark chocolate sea salt caramel Rolos, Ooh, yeah. because I'm interested in trying them. The gas station did not have them or any other kind of rollos. However... Well. They did have these Dove Silky Smooth Promises. Mm. Um, It says shareable on the package, which is silly because it's smaller than a regular candy bar. Yeah, Um, nothing from the gas station is shareable. Correct, yeah. Also, buy your own candy. You're an adult. Anyway, (laughs) um, I got the dark chocolate peanut butter kind. And they're Mm -hmm. basically, you know, the like little Dove Promises that you get in a bag? yes with foil on them they're like that but four times as big um oh and filled with peanut butter and they're pretty good oh okay the package does say three large promises which is funny to me That is (laughs) anyway (laughs) yeah it also says serving size one piece lol that's dumb yeah what fight me anyway unrelated just yeah. a delicious treat that i'm having so jeremy continues teaching this guitar lesson doof is trying to learn this melody to summon the aliens yeah perry arrives in the background on his floating chair his little chair with no seatbelt that has a helicopter blade on it yeah his vehicle of choice yeah. um he sees jeremy and is like oh no it's jeremy <laughs> he falls down or he like drops down the side of the building and catches himself just on a plunger and just hangs there yeah why does he have that <laughs> he's there for most of the episode <laughs> it's okay, just a regular yeah. bathroom plunger it's not special it doesn't yeah, like really have why? his face on it or anything no what where and why also just... like stand on it like why are you doing a pull-up just right you're a platypus or man hop up on the little edge i mean yeah I know or Jared hide there, but, anywhere know. in there it's yeah. unnecessary whatever he just hangs there angrily yeah. Also, I want to point out something, which is that when Doof plays this melody, every time he plays it, there's, like, giant purple waves that come out and shoot into the sky. Yeah. And I'm like, that should be a red flag. One of the thousand helicopters and or blimps in Danville should make a call. catch that. I guess I assumed that was, like, I don't know, I guess I assumed no one could see that. Like, they weren't, like, on the visible spectrum? Yeah, they're just, like... I don't know. The vibes I guess that's fair. Out, so I don't know. But also, I the number, You're we've right, talked about though. this. The number yeah. of random beams happening in Danville at any given time exactly. is so many. many. It's like a Catherine Zeta-Jones movie in there. It is. Uh, shout out to Entrapment. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever seen Entrapment. So, uh, yeah, Perry's hiding. The boys are looking around town for Steve. Um, they're also doing a great impression of people who've never been on Earth or seen a movie before. Yeah. Just no thoughts, heads empty, wandering the town. The chameleon, for reference, Steve, is leaving giant tracks all over Danville. Like, Huge. the sidewalk repair costs alone of this episode. Massive. Through the roof. Um, they get to an alley. a random alley and uh phineas goes what's casting this big shadow and i was like steve should eat him um then they're like oh my gosh it's steve um steve is so okay they see steve they they don't know that it's steve yet because they're idiots but (laughs) one thing about steve is that when he turns invisible he turns entirely invisible except for his giant floating eyeballs which remain completely opaque Why? I don't know. That's not how chameleons work. Sure ain't. We can't see any of his organs. No. Steve's not real. So, um, (laughs) then (laughs) they determine that it's Steve based on the fact that he likes mushrooms. Ferb feeds him some mushrooms. And they're like, oh, it is Steve. And I'm like, what? What? Okay. (laughs) What? Then Phineas says... (laughs) "Quote: How did he turn into a dinosaur? Yeah, it's like <laughs> okay, Phineas. <wait. laughs> what I have written down is Phineas has the brain of a walnut. He. I just I is don't. So stupid in this episode. Like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Crazy. How did he turn into a dinosaur? Okay, in fairness, he's not the only one who says this. Everyone who encounters okay, yeah. Steve calls him a dinosaur. I'm like, have you guys seen a <laughs> dinosaur? He is clearly just a he's giant just chameleon. A big chameleon. He's so chameleon shaped, it's silly. Plus, he keeps turning invisible. Yeah. <laughs> Signature ridiculous. Of anyway. anyway, hard cut to Candace sitting in the car, and she just goes, "Stupid errands." <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> <same>. <laughs> Girl, I get it. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, she sees a giant chameleon, a monster, down the street. This monster, somehow up to this point, has not caused a mass panic in Danville. No one cares Yeah. that this is happening. Steve turns invisible when she looks at him and screams. And <laughs> Phineas goes, I figured it out. The sound of Candace's scream freaks him out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Plus yeah i don't anyway it's crazy whatever candace is like hey the boys have a dinosaur which they don't she (laughs) takes linda over there and linda's like oh is your dinosaur invisible and they're like yeah and she's like adorable let's leave Uh so that happens uh steve just hates all loud noises so like something like a car alarm goes off or something and he turns invisible and runs away uh perry's still just chilling outside the building on a plunger just doing yeah. a dead hang I the upper body strength plans. on perry <laughs> incredible insane he's he... 70 stories up he's just yeah. hanging off of a block. he does not miss arm day no he doesn't every day is arm day when you're perry the Platter. was yeah monogram calls him on his watch <laughs> specifically to tell him that he's going to be unavailable out of the office yeah! for a few hours what because they heard that steve the giant reptile is running around danville uh and they were like as the law enforcement agency in the area we should probably try and solve that problem (laughs) just kidding that's not why they're going they're going because (laughs) carl wants to go check it out yeah they're taking zero steps about godzilla attacking the city of danville they're just like we wanted to see it yeah so they leave back at doofenshmirtz's Doof has perfected the solo, which makes sense because, again, it's only two measures long. Right. He's playing it. And he seems already pretty good at the guitar, like... Yeah, I feel like he's playing the guitar before. Not 100% sure why he hired Jeremy. Uh, TBH. Me either. Watch a YouTube video, man. (laughs) For an Uh, audience, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, he just needs someone to talk to. Barry looks furious this whole time. Doof is like, well, now that I got the solo down... Jeremy, can you help me move this omnidirectional amplifier, which is just a big dome of speakers, to, Yeah. out onto the balcony? And he's like, this will amplify it and shoot it in all directions into space so that the aliens will hear it and come. Sure.
1: Whatever. Also, yeah. the
0: guitar he's playing is not plugged into the amp, so I'm not totally yeah. sure how that's working. But okay. He keeps trying to summon the aliens. Jeremy's still no reaction at all. He's just like cool, great. Whatever. Uh, monogram and Carl, Carl, monogram and Carl, are just in the streets snapping pics of Steve while he demolishes the city. Yeah. Really? uh, Just. Brave of them. Danville at this point has at least deployed a helicopter. There's a helicopter there. There's like a few people. Reacting to the monster that's in the street. The kids Which are still is looking for him. A first because Phineas and Ferb do a lot of crap in that city that no one looks at or thinks twice about. So yeah, it's true. It makes sense. I you got to be pretty jaded. I feel like to live in downtown Danville. <clears throat> I feel like yeah, every day is some whimsical crisis happening outside your window. Right. Uh, the kids are looking for him, and then Isabella, very suddenly and dramatically and for no reason, is like we're never gonna find him let's give up i was like yeah somewhere to be (laughs) right i was like girl maybe we should just give up what are you talking about are you hungry do you want to go get lunch yeah oh my god i was like i'm tired of finney's paying attention to this chameleon yeah let's give up (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. She's like so down about it, too. Yeah. Uh, and then Ferb gives the full Braveheart speech oh my um, gosh. in the streets of Danville. He gathers a full crowd. More people yeah. show up to listen to this tiny British child give a speech than show up to see a giant chameleon stomp around the city. It's true. He's charismatic. What can I say? Yeah. He also refers to Steve in the speech as his favorite reptile, and I was like, you've known him for one hour. Right? You don't know Steve? He could be a terrible person. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, he gathers a crowd. The crowd includes two sousaphone players. <laughs> yeah. They're in marching band uniforms. I don't know where the rest of their marching band is. Whatever. And then one of the guys is like, "We'll help you find your friend. What does he look like?" <laughs> and I was like, "It would be really funny if it, they were just looking for a guy named Steve." Uh, but Phineas is like, "He's a giant lizard, about forty feet tall," and they're all like, "Well, screw that. We're out of yeah. here." And I was like, "If anything, he should be easier uh, to find, right?" Okay, I know. Somewhat, one of those people should have just been like, "Yeah, he's right over there. I can literally yeah, two see blocks him down because he's the size of a building." Also, I would be like, I have follow-up questions about the 40-foot-tall lizard. Where is he, and Uh, how can I protect my family from him? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Anyway, back to (laughs) Doobo-Trofers. He's playing his melody. Jeremy's like, it's time for me to go, (laughs) because we've reached the alien portion of the evening, and I have (laughs) more money to make. Um... (laughs) It's at this point in the episode, brothers and sisters, where the aliens arrive. A yeah. whole fleet of UFOs shows up. Actually, a whole fleet is exaggerating. Seven UFOs show up outside sure. Dufus Schmerz's building. I have so many questions about this. these aliens. Like, uh, were they just, like, hanging out? Do they just sit in space and wait? Are Waiting. they not doing other things? Also, like, does that melody only work on those aliens? Like, I have happens? to assume it's a specific species of aliens. Right? Because they've had other Meep aliens there. Meep doesn't show there. up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't well. know. <laughs> or this is a hallucination and none of this happens. Uh, the so aliens unlikely. arrive. Perry the Platypus also arrives at the same time. Uh, yeah. Perry's like, finally, my time to shine. Aliens are here, better start doing my job. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Doof traps perry in just a regular chain uh yeah i was like all righty uh (laughs) he traps him the stakes are high they're raised it's tense sure the children phineas and ferb and isabella are wandering around town yelling steve and some guy who's just staring out his open window for no reason is like yeah and they're like not you steve (laughs) it's like what are you doing steve Everyone in this town is named Steve because they run across a newsstand manager. Yeah, and then he's like, you better check out the Steve convention. And I was like, the what now? Yeah. What? (laughs) Here's the thing. I had more questions about the Steve convention before I remembered that time when, like, all of the Kyles in the world got together to fight each other. Do you remember this? No. It was on the internet. Um, It was, like, Kyle and a last name. Somebody made a Facebook group of, like... Uh, all the people with his name and he Uh was like i propose that we meet up at this park in two years to fight each other fight each other and they did it they did it i think it was like during covid so it was like slightly fewer and like there were they there it wasn't quite as much of a fight as it could anyway wow i don't know the details of that but it happened so i was like i I guess guess that's plausible isn't out of the question okay (laughs) anyway they go to the steve convention Uh, The chameleon also arrives to the Steve convention because he heard about it. Uh, He just shows up to ruin everyone's day. The Steve's run away, which is the appropriate response. It's a giant lizard. Then (laughs) Steve turns around because he hears the guitar music and is like, I'm going to go over there. And I was like, he is an alien then. Right. It turns out he actually just saw the amplificator. Amplificator. Is that what it's called? Whatever. It's shaped like a mushroom, yeah. and he's like, "I'm gonna eat it," and I was like, "Okay." That doesn't seem. He seems smarter than that. You would think, but also he's a monster, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, he eats it, which I'm sure is fine for his insides. Yeah. Um, in the in the process of doing so, he frees Perry because he was chained to the thing. Perry. Grabs a guitar and flips <laughs> the sheet music for the melody upside down <laughs> <laughs> and then plays it in reverse or in upside down. Upside I guess upside downness, not totally how music works, but okay. He shreds some guitar. I guess playing the melody in reverse yeah. like sends the aliens back out into <laughs> space. What <sighs> uh. it doesn't make the most sense. Yeah, um, Perry really knows how to play, though. Yeah, he, uh, he sure does. Also, good thing that worked. I, has he done this before? How did he know? How that did that he was know that? Work? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that happens. Steve leaves. Doofenshmirtz smashes his guitar in rage. Yeah. Like really, smashes it. It's it's gone. It's concerning. There's no coming back. There's it's yeah it's done. Um Jeremy chooses this opportune moment to ask completely deadpan, um, Would you like to pay by cash or check? (laughs) And Duke goes, Maybe I could trade you for some evil lessons? And Jeremy goes, I'll take cash. yeah amazing Which also is... it's giving uh that line from cars where mater goes uh this might be a bad time but you owe me $30,000 a legal <laughs> i forgot about that i need to watch cars it's again Got some good stuff in there anyway jeremy the funniest person in danville leaves uh steve wanders across town carrying perry perry just like jumped on to steve he's carrying perry he finds the kids the kids ride him through the streets they're all together again uh candace is on the phone in her room and she's talking to stacy and she's holding a full glass of water the only reason she has it is so that they can do this jurassic park reference where the water glass like shakes because steve is walking into their yard Right. But I was like, babe, why do you have a full glass of water? And why is it set down on the very edge of your, like, padded window seat? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Silly. Uh, Steve drops the kids off at home. And then he starts making, like, a really concerning sound. They're like, oh, he's still hungry. And he's like, and I was like, that's not the sound (laughs) chameleons make. I don't think so. Chameleons... Don't make those sounds. I'm also <laughs> no. not positive that chameleons eat mushrooms. Uh, you want me to Google it? Sure. He does say mushrooms and larvae, but I was like. Mm. Where's the larvae? Pretty sure they eat. How do you spell chameleon? La- Shamalon? Stop working. Ah! Chameleon? Ah! Weren't you in Pep and? Pepand? Yeah, I didn't spell it. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Part of the song. I oh, always Shyamalan. pronounce it "Shamalan" in my head. He did pronounce it like that. It yeah. just says insects. A wild chameleon would eat whatever insects he could catch, depending on the season. Mushrooms are famously not insects. So yeah, crickets, roaches. They don't have enough legs. Okay. Yeah, it's there's no no mushrooms are mentioned. Cool, uh, interesting. So this episode not entirely scientifically <laughs> accurate. I guess uh anyway aliens show up to danville okay so the steve is like i'm still hungry so they're like oh no what are we gonna do then doobage roots <laughs> so my favorite line of the episode which is quote what's the point i'm just gonna sit here in the dark and rethink my life <laughs> and he goes to turn the light switch off but he flips oh, the yeah. gigantinator switch because it's a clearly a light switch on his wall yeah. He switches it the other way. And I guess when he does that, it shoots a ray that ungigantinates things. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have so many questions yeah. about how that it's, works. I don't, yeah. Yep, is his plan yeah. that every time he makes something gigantic, he also then has to make something ungigantic to reset the switch? <sighs> I don't know. Like with those mechanics, you could not use the ray twice in a row. Yeah. Or is it just if you hit the same thing with the ray, it just reverses it? Because that also doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm not a scientist, but if I shoot someone twice, it doesn't unshoot them the first time. Uh, Yeah. Right? (laughs) You're right. Uh... Last time I checked. The point is, Steve shrinks back down to normal size. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's fine again. Candace and Linda come outside and Candace is like, look at this dinosaur. And Linda's like, calm down. Yeah. It's a lizard. The boys arrive carrying a one-ton bag of mushrooms. Where did they get them? We don't know. Yeah. They're like, She's like, oh, is this your pet lizard? And they're like, yeah, you said we could keep him, right? And she's like, of course. <laughs> okay, Linda is too chill about pets. She's very calm. I was like, what makes Candace think that Linda would bust the boys even if she saw everything that they did? Linda has never right. once enforced a rule in her life. Yeah. She's like, sure, you can have a chameleon. I don't see why not. Yeah. Uh, Cut to Jeremy. This is the last scene of the episode. And in some ways, the most upsetting. Seriously. Jeremy is teaching monogram a uh, guitar lesson. On its own, fine. A hilarious button to the episode. However, <laughs> the guitar lesson is taking place in <laughs> ALCA headquarters. Yeah
1: they let jeremy
0: johnson in to teach a guitar lesson (laughs) i assume monogram gave him a tour and then monogram (laughs) is just telling him about alka (laughs) he's just like i'm the head of an organization of secret animal agents who wear hats and it just keeps going it's such terrible operational security like yeah remember when stacy found out that perry why it hasn't yeah remember when Uh stacy's gonna find out that perry's an agent (laughs) and they like storm her house and are about to wipe her brain it's an entire thing there's a brochure about it yeah not jeremy johnson they're like come on in friend yeah i don't (laughs) wild jeremy (laughs) knows so many secrets about danville jeremy could ruin everyone in danville Yeah, it's crazy that he's working that many jobs when he could just be blackmailing everyone. Uh, Maybe he is. We don't know. Okay, then why is he working at Slushy Dog? For fun. (laughs) For fun? You know how celebrities sometimes get, like, mundane jobs just, like, for a day or whatever? Yeah, but he works, like, 70 hours a week. (laughs) Okay, well, I don't know. (laughs) He's not doing it for the thrills. Maybe he gets free Slushy Dog's. Okay, Maybe but it's because he's can he not afford really slushy tax. I, don't I know, need girl. to see Jeremy's tax records immediately. <laughs> Jeremy's keeping secrets that I need to know about. What is he doing? Oh goodness. I don't know. I have questions. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. All right. Two. <laughs> 229B, Robot Rodeo. Yep. If that...
1: At least a name that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Okay, we open on Phineas and Ferb. Backyard, they're under the tree. They're reading some kind of magazine, a book. (laughs) Listen, it's... The front... They're they're identical, they each have one. Uh, Mm -hmm. The front the title or something it's a square with the words thoughtful activities in it yeah and there's like a pencil or something and they're just flipping through and they go what to do what to do okay I was like, sorry no no please the front of the thing has i think it's chalk because the word chalk is oh, also okay. on the front of the magazine hmm. which is funny funnier i 1000 percent thought it was a cigarette <laughs> 'Cause that's it's fun. like a beige cylinder with like yeah, a white wavy line totally coming off of it. I was like, are they reading the <laughs> like, magazines <what>? about cigarettes? <laughs> what to do? Let's Let's take do up what smoking. to do? Look, it's a thoughtful activity. Uh, sure, sure. Don't smoke, children. <laughs> they're no, thinking about fair. it. Uh, they're thinking about it. Isabella Garcia Shapiro comes up fully decked in her fireside girl outfit yeah a rare appearance of Isabella in uniform yeah um and she's what you doing and Phineas is like we're just trying to figure out what to do uh and then she's like oh do the fireside girls need any accomplishment patches and he says that yeah Isabella pulls out a full eight and a half by 11 notepad Mm. flips to a page and she says oh rodeo clown patch is next I was like, yeah are they going into alphabetical order what are you talking about yeah what is she what? talking about also a what patch i know <laughs> uh i also never mind we'll get to it um okay belgeet and buford walk in from the other side uh and belgeet kind of walks in right as isabella said that and he goes what's a rodeo clown and Buford, Buford is like, they keep the bulls from knocking you over. And then he pushes, he shoves Belgique to the ground. Yeah. And Belgique goes, oh, that would be helpful. Is that, what is a rodeo clown? Okay. So that seems just like a bullying nickname for someone who's in a rodeo. Well, they are, rodeo clowns are a real thing. Up. Oh, they sure are. That's. Oh. <laughs> I didn't need to google image search that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is okay, so great. basically what they do is yeah, they distract the bull and oh. like they're just a the target for the bull so Oops. that if a rider has been bucked <sighs> off, they can distract the bull while the rider is rushed what? to the hospital. Like, <laughs> That's insane. It's <laughs> one of the most dangerous jobs you can have. <laughs> Okay, this says they're also called rodeo protection athletes. Yeah, <laughs> it might be because the word clown is a little okay, derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but all of these people have clown makeup on. Yeah, they. I think that's part of the tradition. <laughs> They've really get-up. embraced it. Okay, But listen, if I was putting my what? life on the line consistently and people were calling me a clown, I would, uh, I would be like... I would be so mad. Could you oh my maybe gosh. not? Yeah, no, it's a real thing. Rodeos are... <laughs> What? Insane. Like, okay, I guess I should have, yeah, prefaced this with the fact that I've never been to a rodeo. I think maybe our dad just wanted to bury that part of himself, so his upbringing. Because there's was, that big, like, Cheyenne Frontier days. Was he and, like, a rodeo clown? No, but we live, well, one of <laughs> one our of parents, parents was a clown. Was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Wait, 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 wait. What if we found out that both, <laughs> both of our parents, of parents <laughs> had <been> a clown? <laughs> I can't I think that I I can't I can't I can't listen to me Neither of us can ever ask Dad
1: about that because no. if I have
0: to navigate the remainder if of my I time don't. on this godforsaken <laughs> earth as the child of not one but two clouds two clowns. Oh my god I can't I... Woo <laughs> Okay, well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I, no, but I just mean I Wyoming is, you know, they got the horses and the Yeah, that's clown country up so. there. <laughs> 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 it's on their <laughs> license plates. Saying that to someone from Wyoming. <laughs> Look, I've said on mic that Wyoming's my favorite uh, state, and I stand true. by that. It's got, It's got I just it got think. Some... <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, so okay, they're getting the rodeo to clown it, patches. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> rodeo clown patch. Baljeet has broken six bones. Yeah, anyway. he's already dead. And then, for no reason... Phineas goes, oh, well, I think someone says we should have a rodeo. But Phineas says, we can build mechanical bulls and have a robot rodeo. And I was like, that doesn't sound safer. Like, what's the point? You just don't want to get a bunch of real bulls? Yeah. Either this is the only episode in history where Phineas has cared at all about animal cruelty. (laughs) Or no he's that's 10 impossible. and he just thinks that everything just, would be better with robots you're right which is true okay. also it that's, makes it orders of magnitude more dangerous i would argue yeah okay especially yeah, considering we'll the, that the mechanical bulls they built yeah are not are the ones you're thinking of listener no, no. <laughs> so <They're> much worse <laughs> weaponized yeah, <laughs> Like everything Finney and in for a build Military. for no reason. Yeah. Exactly. That Froyo machine had a laser gun <laughs> on it. We just didn't see it. <laughs> anymore, <so. laughs> I hope they burn all the blueprints they have after they build these things. They post them on the internet. Provably. We've seen right. it. <laughs> uh, they publicize those for any Redditor who wants to see them. Who wants to build a mechanical bolt. Correct. Okay. Anyway, um, Phineas wonders where Perry went, and we cut to his lair. He's already there. Monogram's there. And he informs Agent P <laughs> that the League of Villainous Evildoers, Maniacally United for Frightening Investments in Nanias, love Muffin. I yeah. think this is still their first, they're getting established. Uh, it's are their having... second annual conference, so. Right. But it's so year they, two. Yeah. Guess, they're still yeah. new. They're, they're new. I don't think they're, yeah, quite really. They're not heavy cannon yet. Anyway, uh, are having a huge gathering. And then he says, well, okay, actually, first of all, isn't it your job to, like, stop that from happening? Yeah. We've been on a real string lately of Alka stepping in way too late, right? Yeah. Both Alka as an organization and Perry the Platypus as an individual. Listen, not to criticize his crime fighting. It's up and but down, he's I getting think. a little loose with it, okay? He's yeah. uh, really waiting to the last possible minute to. Yeah. Uh, but it's not preventative anymore, really. <laughs> he's right. It's just, reactive, yeah, it's, is how I would it describe is. it. Anyways, right. you're correct. Yes, so, they yeah. probably should have gotten that intel <clears throat> earlier. Anyway, um, he then says all the other agents have been deployed, but none of them have reported back. I fear that they have been captured. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no kidding. Yeah. Why don't you send your giant SWAT team in? <laughs> right. The why don't you send some of your helicopters? Yeah. Monogram. What? Also, why don't you call some of those animal agents on their little watches? I know. Or what? use one of the GPS trackers that I know you have in those little yeah. hats. Yeah. When we see them later, spoiler alert, they're yeah. not even like tied up. Nope. They're just in a big room. Big thing. Also, it's hilarious that his whole briefing is like we've sent 40 agents in and none of them have come back, so off you go. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) What? Anyway, Perry Salute. Also, when did they send them in? Like how long has this been going on? Also, why didn't you send Perry too? Yeah, I assume all their him, like, briefings at happening time? at the same time. Yeah, what are they talking about? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we cut to Candace and Stacy, who are in the Candace's room in the house, talking about a tiny cowboy live in concert. Candace mm-hmm. is like singing a little song. Stacy's like Candace, Candace, <laughs> and then she tells her she can't go because her mom doesn't want her to go to the concert with Candace. Charles Fair. fair enough. Um, yeah. Candace is like, "Oh, she doesn't like me." And Stacy's like, "She likes you, but she just thinks you're flighty and unfocused." And that's true. Uh <laughs> I will say <laughs> she's correct. I if I was Stacy's mom, like in this situation, Stacy's clearly the responsible one. Like Yeah, obviously. She's just like, "Stacy, take care of Candace." Like <laughs> because Stacy is, yeah, she's like clearly the one that's Already right. keeping Candace out of trouble. A hundred percent. She's, she's one hundred percent of Candace's worst. impulse control. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, Candace is like, what? Surprising. And Stacey's like no. no one's ever told me that about myself <laughs> yeah, exactly. before. What? Appalled. Uh and then she literally one second later hears Ferb like building something outside the window and she's like, ah, and stacy's like, Candace, we're literally <laughs> in the middle of a conversation. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, Stacy says that her mom, you know, that her mom said if she wants to go to a grown up concert, which she says grown up concert. And I was like, what? Yeah. Who is Tiny Cowboy? Is it not just like a regular band? Yeah. Like, is that not a band for teens? Mean? What kind also, of grown up concert are you talking about? The concert is, is, it's probably in Danville, right? They're not leaving town. How are they? I don't think uh, so. Also, I think anyway. they've been to concerts before. Yeah, like a few haven't they been to a tiny cowboy concert before who was performing when candace got all too. those badges uh i thought it was someone else but maybe it was tiny cowboy i don't remember i thought it was tiny cowboy too but maybe i'm wrong if anyone knows go ahead and let us know because i don't want to look it up but um fair enough so okay but so, yeah. I, I don't know maybe it's uh, who? maybe who it's different anyway bigger venue something something So then, yeah, if she's going to a grown-up concert, she wants her to go with someone more grounded and mature. And Candace is like, well, I can be that for long enough to convince your mom. And then she reminds (laughs) Stacy that she she goes, remember when I pretended to be Irish for a whole week? Yeah. Where is that episode? Yeah. What? I need to watch the episode where Candace pretends to be Irish for a whole week. What were the circumstances? In my world. What she okay, and then Stacy goes. Indeed, I do, Miss O'Flynn, and I was like, "That's the best you could come up with." Also, Flynn is already kind of an Irish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for real. You <laughs> didn't need to add oh O'Flynn. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, that better be in the new seasons. Um. Yeah, I don't care what happens in the new seasons, except that I do need to see Janice <laughs> pretending to be Irish for a full week. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, so then they're like, "Ah, we got this. We have We have a plan. Yay! Yay!
1: Cut. Also, to... just
0: take one of your other friends. Like, what? Okay, Where's Jenny? She doesn't want to go to a tiny cowboy. Concert? Do you even exactly? Do you even want to go with Candace? Take someone that's gonna be fun. Like, come on. I meant take a third friend. But yeah, that's true. Oh, Stacy could fair. also ditch Candace. I was just thinking she could leave her head home. <laughs> anyway, jeez. Oh, okay, so then, uh, we cut to the Quantity Inn. Oh yes. Classic <laughs> sign work. <laughs> I love it. Uh amazing. So funny. It's like a shot of yeah, the uh, quality and and outside's yeah. a little their little like sign, you know, that you can change. Yeah, the marquee sign. Yeah, and it says "Welcome Love Muffin." <laughs> anyway, incredible. So, yeah, it's uh they're in the big, I don't know, ballroom, conference room. Yeah. Yes. I have questions about the rooms at this hotel. <laughs> that's fair it's pretty big it's just a bunch of giant empty like tile rooms like it looks yeah. like where you would have an evil scientist conference it does not look it's not like a budget like hotel a, quality in. <laughs> correct they're having their second annual innator creator contest yep <laughs> in my notes i have yeah this seems like something alka should be stopping <laughs> yeah they're they literally all the way cre- to the it's a weapons one? expo yeah, for what? all of the evil scientists uh... in danville you guys, <laughs> sending one agent at a time is maybe not sufficient. Also, if they're renting this hotel, you know, they're presumably they've rented out this ballroom. Um, it's like on the calendar. Like yeah, Alka, Alka knew they have they have the info. They have yeah. the info. Somebody used a credit card to put down yeah. a deposit on this hotel <laughs> under and the name Love like, Muffin months in advance all good it's probably fine plus this is the second annual yeah it's the second second time 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 this has happened what also i think i might have said something like this before but if i was the event manager at the quantity inn (laughs) and somebody came to me and was like we would like to have an evil robot slash weapons expo at your hotel (laughs) we're gonna invite all the evilest evil scientists (laughs) from from all around uh and then we're gonna let them invent whatever they want and we're gonna bring it all into your hotel (laughs) i would be like no no that seems like a security risk (laughs) uh i would not like to do that Uh, yeah no kidding you know i I, don't know i don't know either but yeah i don't know that's fine how much do you think tickets to that conference cost that's a good question. Also like what are they what do the profits go to? Well, I assume Love Muffin, Love Muffin has yeah, like a He's... organization. It does It seems seem like, like more that. of like a professional development thing where like It does. It's like a networking event, but they all yeah. already know each but other. But they like <laughs> already know so. each other and hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm t- I'm a little confused, but I don't know. It's fine, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, anyway they're there um rodney they're like yes yeah, there's the like a host who's taught, you know welcome yeah where and did then... they get this okay. 19th century mc <laughs> i don't know what is he, he wearing yeah his his whole look <laughs> is i mean i don't hate it it's kind of great sure but he is sure. talking in like a transatlantic accent yeah like he sounds like he's narrating a film about World <laughs> War One. <I. laughs> a little bit yeah yeah then he like Rodney who was the winner last year um, <laughs> there's like a belt that they're competing for uh, yeah they have like a wrestling belt <laughs> it's, yeah it's like a wrestling belt except it says the letter N the number 8 and the letter R like Nader yeah. <laughs> it can't <laughs> It's pretty funny. <clears throat> I want a belt made like that. um, yeah. Or a t-shirt. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> he won last year for his Nader. He, like, holds it up in the air. Woo! Yeah. Anyway, Doof is, like, off to the side with some other guys. And he's like, I'm going to take that home this year. Da-da-da-da. And then he goes, I'm going to build a greater Nader this year. And then he, like, <laughs> explains Like not a greater like a block of cheese, right? Yeah, he doesn't. He He, like really tanks, yeah. (laughs) And then he walks away. I was like, oh, buddy, bummer. Yeah. Cut back to the Flynn Fletcher household. Stacy is trying to get Candace to look better, I guess, look more mature. And her answer to that was a pair of fake glasses. And Stacy goes, "Yeah, nothing says focus like fake glasses." Which is fine. It's funny, but Candace is wearing the glasses over her hair. Yeah, it's they're a also, cartoon. Like I really know. thick, weird glasses. They're so thick. Are they like, Lawrence's glasses? Uh, they. Oh, I don't know. Well, no, because they're I think she can see. I mean, I, you don't think they just pop the lenses out of his? Oh, maybe. I thought that they were like the same shape, but I didn't look it up. Oh. So you know, whatever. But they're what like does he weird. Use glasses they're like, for? like they bottle, weird. whatever those are called. They look like I don't. know, They reminded me of Irving. Doesn't he wear glasses? Yeah, he I wears just hot all, pink all the glasses, glasses in this show are like really thick. I feel like that's oh, fair. Man, I mean, it's a cartoon. It's probably hard to draw. I know, whatever. Smaller glasses. Fine, fine. Anyway, anyway, Candace is wearing she has fake the glasses. glasses. <laughs> weird. Yeah, she looks weird and then she hears something going on outside and she's like uh because she has a yeah. problem in her brain and stacy's yeah. like easy <laughs> I'm like she's not a horse okay but yes a little bit and then uh she like yeah starts to try to bust them but then stacy's like this is literally what we're talking about and candace is like okay i just need to repress my most basic urge to bust <laughs> yeah. she says repressing basic urges is pretty responsible isn't it is what stacy says and mm-hmm. then candace goes is it ever look at my mom and this is the scene that lives in my head rent-free where linda uh, is in the kitchen i don't know if this was at that time or maybe just a different time but she's in the kitchen yeah there's it was a real whole... time cut to yeah. In the kitchen, yeah. i don't know girl i don't know how often she does this but she i don't know either there's a whole like three tier. It's like it's a whole wedding cake. Like it is. It's that huge. cake is for a party of seventy five people. Yeah, it's minimum. decorated. It's got like fondant flowers. <laughs> it's gigantic. Anyway, Linda is in the kitchen, but like her eyes are at counter level. And she's looking at the cake. In a full crouch. Yes. And she's looking at the cake and it's six inches from her face. And she just goes, cake is a sometimes food. Cake is a sometimes food. Yeah. And that's it. that's Um, the whole scene. We don't have time to unpack all of us. (laughs) Uh, But shouldn't we? Shouldn't that just be the whole episode today? Honestly. Okay. I was going to say, too. Hear me out, though. Repressing basic urges is most of adult (laughs) life. Like, yes. it's just not yelling at people you want to yell at and, I don't know, yeah, not buying out things of because you don't have enough money. Yeah, getting out of bed every day. Ugh, Correct. It's terrible. I will say this about cake. It is yeah. a sometimes food, but the sometimes is it's anytime I want all cake. All the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. As someone who okay, has wait. bought 47 tuxedo cakes from King oh, Supers wow. this year. So good um i'm happier for it honestly also i didn't know it says so there was a little thing that i don't cake is a sometimes food might be a reference to sesame street song a cookie is a sometimes food but also i guess the voice actress caroline Bree ray how do you say her last name the one, one of those from ways yeah sabrina the change Witch. yeah she doesn't was say a... her full Christian name on that, so I don't. Okay, know. well, anyway, she she was the host of the Biggest Loser. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I anyway, I vaguely so... remember that just when you said it, but uh, I guess she was like the original host or whatever. But anyway, so they said that might. There were really a lot of lightly toxic yeah. weight loss themes. Lightly. Shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in two thousand and eleven. Um, yeah, it was a dark time, and if you were a junior in high school, uh, your relationship with it's food really is gonna be bad for your whole adult life. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I consider the fact that I eat one tuxedo cake a week a it's win, good. honestly. It I've could be deprogrammed myself. So much worse. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yep. Who needs Did therapy? You... This is not related, but have you seen that TikTok of this woman who? She's talking about the special K campaign in the United Kingdom. She's oh, like, yeah. we women really thought if you ate one or maybe it was two bowls of special K every day, you would lose whatever 10 pounds in a week or something. Yeah, the messaging about food <laughs> so bad. during that 10 to 15 years, Ugh. uh, not good. It's we need like a good. Nuremberg for. Yeah. companies that marketed anything to women <laughs> for, yeah just for that gone. period of time <laughs> no kidding it wasn't good uh anyway, everybody eat some cake today cake is in whenever you want food cake That's is yeah sometimes food sometimes being anytime you want anytime you want uh great cut to cool. which is hard cut uh to ferbs in the backyard and is announcing he's the host of the rodeo i guess yep sure so he's doing his rodeo <sighs> he's wearing a top hat classic rodeo attire (laughs) yeah he's doing Um, his spot-on southern accent uh, great accent work as always and then they do the song robot rodeo Mm -hmm. um you know what i just realized i think that the reason that they did robots this time is that they've already done cows Oh, yeah. Because they, they already did their a rodeo whole episode cattle driving thing. It wasn't really a rodeo, I guess. But, yeah, but Phineas is like, the been same. there, done that. <laughs> let's make it worse. Uh, let's make it way more dangerous. Yeah. Speaking of. Yep. So I th- this song is fine. I don't know if you had anything to say about that. But it, it was good. The robots are not fine. <laughs> are um, not fine. Widely, just so unsafe, just so insane. Um, yeah, I mean they basically like, built giant metal robot cows and then programmed them yeah, to act like actual like bulls, bulls, which is so to bad. like attack and <laughs> disrupt. Yeah, like very aggressive. Anything that interacts with them, right? They also seem to be just like all. They all have their own bull, and they're all in the ring at the same time. Yeah, is that I'm how like, rodeos were? That's work? not how. I thought it was like a one at a time, one guy's going. I thought that too, but I haven't been to so, a rodeo. Full man, disclosure. Right. Uh, if you've been to a rodeo, go ahead and let us know, but that seems so much worse. Yeah, just uh, a free for all bulls in one place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't think bulls really like each other. No. Uh, plus, they're all riled up I, yeah, anyway. Correct. So they're doing that whatever cut to perry perry's heading for the quantity in uh he opens a door immediately gets trapped by Schmerz in this like it looks like one of those like trash picker uppers you know but like yeah it's, it's like sp- a reacher specifically grabber. for perry anyway yeah. so he grabs perry and then he starts complaining that perry was late he's like all the other agents yeah. were here on time and have been captured and it's embarrassing like, <laughs> and you perry have embarrassed looks pretty me in embarrassed. front of my friends yeah <laughs> And then oh. Doof tosses him in the containment unit thing. Correct. It says, I don't know what it says on the outside. It says something like agent containment unit. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, a huge, it looks like they like built it. Like, I don't think the hotel, it's not like a room. But it's just like I, a I don't big, know. I, I don't it know, literally is a giant bucket. Like, it's yeah. just a big thing it's they put like them all in. Open top, no tall. lid on that. Yeah, because he just throws them in. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, sure and does. all the agents are in there, whatever. There's like, yeah, it's fine. They're just hanging out. They're just like chilling. I'm like, you guys aren't trying to get out? Yeah, you guys not really... incapacitated in any way. <laughs> you know, oh, what? I have so many thoughts on that. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, correct. Yeah. Anyways. Um, also, isn't Peter the panda there? Which yeah. I was like, don't you work in a different side of the country uh not for he this isn't... they anyway, called him in they flew him in from seattle <laughs> well i guess maybe if his agent is there but oh i guess you're i don't is he just like a person. freelancer who, who is he because... not his agent his evil scientist his yeah um yeah i don't know about peter the panda he seems like he might just be like a rogue agent <laughs> <laughs> sure fair enough he's not helpful in this i'll say no kidding anyway uh Hein doofus marts is like still talking to perry and rodney comes by and he's like stop monologuing with your nemesis uh and then he like comes up with like i don't know a squad like two other scientists or whatever yeah. and he's like "There's the mean girls of love yeah exactly <laughs> doof rented a private room off the convention floor because his innator's not finished yet yeah, they're uh, just bullying <laughs> yeah it's insane and then so doof funny. goes laugh it up now rodney but soon you'll be crying like something that cries yeah poor
1: dude. Uh, and then he's kind of laughing laughing
0: okay yeah it is so sad because oh he gosh. walks into he's like walks away and he's like oh rodney makes me so angry because he's so right I and then know. he walks into this room he's like i do need time to make my innator. and he walks into a room oh covered gosh. plastered in posters of like little drawings of the all with giant X's through them. And they all say really terrible comments in giant okay. letters. They say, yeah, yeah I have a f- the view that I have are one says, really now? One says, <laughs> lousy exclamation <laughs> One says, stinky exclamation <laughs> <laughs> One says, no good exclamation <laughs> point. And then one of them says, I hate myself exclamation <laughs> <I know. laughs> point i was like someone get this man a therapist right myself is so funny there's some there's one that says i'm so stupid Oh no. there's one that says what was i thinking i was like this room looks like the inside of my brain like seriously though this this moment is so dark it is like he's just relatable he taped those up onto the wall yeah like there's clearly a later designs that he rejected, but no, he uh, chose to no. hug them, hang them up as like reminders of his personal failure. Ugh, it's so so sad. upsetting. It's it's really <laughs> really so awful. Um, oh my god! I don't know what they were thinking. It made me legitimately sad. Like, I know this is. Oh, it's it's so sad. Anyways. It is. Yeah, um, I'm going to be thinking about that for weeks. It's going to haunt me. That's my Roman Empire. Um, anyway. So then he's like, all I have is this fog machine that's supposed to add pizzazz to the presentation. And then he kind of works himself into an idea and he's like, I guess I could turn it on and fog up the whole contest. But what would that do other than buy me some time? Yeah. And so he yeah, turns on the fog machine. Anyway. It's the but most powerful fog machine of I, all time. Oh, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this episode, yeah, yeah. Cut to Candice and Stacy. They're walking out of Candice's house for some reason. They chose to walk directly through the rodeo. I was like, yeah. Stacy, if you're trying to accomplish something here, and like. Reprogram Canis's brain, maybe take her around the other side. Yeah, try avoidance first, okay? When you go to an, an AA meeting, they're not like, first yeah. step, go to a bar. Exactly. What? <laughs> it's like yeah. you want her to fail. It really is. Anyway, Phineas goes, <laughs> howdy are you enjoying the rodeo and candace is gonna lose her mind and stacy's like she dies on the prize i'm like girl cover her eyes like i know right put those horse blinders on her oh seriously so they get to stacy's house at stacy's house i guess linda was already there (laughs) maybe stacy didn't want to go to this concert and this is an elaborate ruse (laughs) Like, Honestly, she's like, I, I don't want I'm to saying. tell Candace that I actually didn't buy her a ticket so <laughs> I'm gonna make up this excuse but now I'm in a lie I'm in, no, it. I'm in it that's fair um Linda is talking to Stacy's mom at their house <clears> yeah she, I guess just separately she, was she I there know. for something else? Well, I don't know, because then she's, like, talking about this concert. So, was like, are you there to, like, help Candace? That seems off-brand for you. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem like the kind of thing you do <laughs> as a mothering. parent. <laughs> but, anyway, she asks uh, Stacy's mom if... She Every was, like, time you, you must say Stacy's sorry. I know, sorry. She <laughs> asks Dr. Hirano, is what her she's yes. referred to as. Correct. If she was, she's like... You must have been, you know, you must have gone to a concert when you were a teenager. And Dr. Horano goes, "No." (laughs) I was like, "Oh, okay." It's that kind of conversation. They are not friends. Um, I mean, I I guess not. Dr. Horano is in the mom group. She seems like she's. She seems like she has a serious career that she cares about. Not into that. She's not playing (laughs) a lot of bridge. She's like, (laughs) I'm saving lives. Thank you. So, um, anyway, anyway. Candace and Stacy come by, and Candace has, like, got her fake glasses and is doing her fake persona thing, and Linda's like, uh, does this have anything to do with busting your brothers? And Candace is like, no, that would no. be childish. And of course Stacey's not. like, Candace is level-headed and responsible, and you can literally <laughs> hear the rodeo outside. For some reason, <laughs> all of the blinds are closed. <laughs> <The> blinds? <laughs> I like i know for a fact that linda (laughs) saw phineas and ferb making that rodeo and asked to close all the blinds like Like, or their whole living room the harano's living room is insane yeah there's no furniture except for one couch couch. and one coffee table yeah it's just an empty room and then yeah there's a bank of windows Every it's like wall all, it's like a has a window in it. Yeah. yeah. And all of them have like those, whatever those blinds are called, the regular ones, the common yeah, apartments. Those, like, yeah. Fully apartments. closed. Like closed yeah. off. No one's yeah. seeing in or out of that house. No. It's a lockdown. <laughs> it's so funny. It's insane. <laughs> like, not even yeah. like curtains, just like no, straight up blinds. blinds. Yeah. It's so weird. So anyway, they hate light. They uh, yeah maybe they have like south facing windows and it gets really hot I don't know but um, maybe it's crazy the way that room is set up it really is um so yeah they like can hear uh, yeah anyway <laughs> they Candace can hear a is, full like, rodeo they can happening hear a full outside rodeo. they're but, not deaf um yeah. Candace is like Ugh, blah, 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 blah. and Stacy bruises her ribs with her elbow. She like, you know, yeah. elbows her, but like she really, she really got there. And then Candace yep. goes, that was childish. <laughs> and then we cut to Doof, who turns on the fog machine. Yeah. And yeah. It instantly fogs up the quantity in and spreads to everywhere else in Danville. Yeah. What Inside is in that fog machine? I don't know, but it's not safe for human consumption. No, and they all have dead. cancer now. Yeah, people shouldn't be breathing that. But yeah, yeah it's a tiny. It's like it's so small. It's like a it's, regular sized fog machine. Yeah, it, <sighs> but it yeah. fills up so fast. It really it's blankets like, the city <sighs> in a thick, a thick mist. Which is so unsafe already. Yeah, like the number of car aside crashes from that happen. Yeah. It's, so many people fell so into many, open sewer grates. Yeah. Walked like, into traffic. Yeah. Planes like, crashed into mountains. Yeah. The Everyone's death toll is death. high it's, from this it's fog high. machine. It's, it's rough. Um, it's by far the most evil invention at this it point. It really is. So, worse than that, well, maybe not worse, but uh, <laughs> along with that, um, we cut to the rodeo, and it fogs up. Oh my god! And Bal-Git goes... Hey guys, uh, it's getting kind of foggy. Maybe we should Just call like this to off. Bring this incredibly high yeah. safety concern to your attention. Phineas Flynn, Phineas Dummy Flynn goes, yeah. nah. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're responsible for at least fourteen deaths at this rodeo. I yeah. So- uh, Those uh, bulls are already moments from trampling a bunch of children to death. Right? It, it's insane. He's like, we'll just have a foggy rodeo. Yeah. I was like, that's yeah. not a thing. It's not okay. Also, <laughs> the point of a rodeo is to watch people yeah. riding bulls. Yeah. What, what is the point What's of this? The point? No one can see it. It's so stupid. No point. Yeah, foggy rodeo, whatever. That's insane. Buford is like, you guys should see what I'm doing. And Isabel's like, my hair's frizzy. Anyway, yeah, the least of our worries. Uh. Cut, yeah, cut to Stacy and Candace again. Stacy said, "It's so nice to be focused, and maybe a live musical event would be a good place to show that we can focus." And Candace uh, cannot keep it together. And Stacy's like, remember Tiny Cowboy? And Candace can hear the rodeo and she's like, I can't do it. Mom, thanks for making a rodeo with robots, blah, 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 blah. And right. so she drags her out the door and Dr. Hrano is like, well, this is something I have to see. And I'm like, yeah. see, it could be a little fun. Maybe you just gotta have fun every once in a while. Maybe. Um, anyway, Candace opens the door. It's all foggy. And she's like... Let's go, and Linda's like, "Are you sure? Because that's a safety yeah. concern." Because <laughs> we're gonna get like, hit by a car it. as soon yeah, as we exactly. walk across the street. Uh, anyway. Also, we shouldn't be breathing this. This is a, yeah. an environmental disaster. <laughs> it's a hazard. Every animal remember animal in, like old timey London when like the coal smog oh. would get so thick that people couldn't see, and like people routinely oh, got shit. hit by cars. Do I remember that? No. No. But... I mean, I know it happened <laughs> in like the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Remember the Industrial Revolution? <laughs> okay, remember three years ago when the you wildfires were so bad that yeah. it looked like nighttime at one p.m. Yes. and there was ash falling I, from the I, sky. I, I do. Okay. Remember standing in line at Torchy's <sighs> Tacos and being like, "This is dystopian. The sky is red." <laughs> Ugh, I do. I do too. Dark. I remember driving home. I was because I was working in Loveland for Boys and Girls Club, and yeah, I remember driving home and one side. The side where the fires were was just yeah, just like <laughs> the fire impending side. Doom. Yeah, like it looked <clears throat> like the apocalypse. Yeah, couldn't see the mountains for weeks. Yeah. For context, we live steps from the mountains. <laughs> yeah, in the mountains, you can usually <laughs> see them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're all walking through the fog. Candace is like, "Slow down!" Or Linda's like, "Slow down!" And Candace won't. Yeah. You know, very confident, just yeah. sprinting through this fog. <laughs> Right. it's amazing she didn't run into a tree i know well we're okay, just yeah. trip and we'll fall like that. i know what anyway you like it's like literally it's like we're past fog it's into like it's opaque. Okay. it's soup yeah like it's exactly. it's a solid yeah <laughs> they're in the clouds um also yeah, yeah. you'd get so wet immediately right. like your clothes would be dripping wet yeah you'd just like swimming everyone has hypothermia now oh yeah so, back to the hotel. Heinz, Dr. Jefferson, is trying to finish his anator, And then he, like, hears a bunch of cheers out the at, at, in the conference room or whatever. And he's like, what's all the noise? Uh, the fog machine should have caused everyone to stop. And he goes out and Rodney is showing off his fog clearer innator. Which is just a giant electric fan that I think he stole off of some electric fan factory. Because... <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, no, that you makes know what perfect I mean? sense. Yeah, it's like... I was wondering how he got that electric yeah, fan so fast, but you're 100% right, yeah. Yeah. Fans are us huge. is missing their giant fan that used to be exactly. on their roof. Yes, and of course it's a working model because... Of course. Metal. so Obviously. Anyway, yeah, this giant fan, like, clears all the fog in the conference room. Everyone's like, woo! Yeah. Uh, Doof is like, that's dumb. <laughs> Which is fair, I guess. <laughs> He's kind of right. <laughs> yeah, and he's like oh i just need a little more time and then he looks at like he like eyes the agent containment unit yeah and this scene <laughs> defies analysis like it's it's, <sighs> it's a lot look sorry i'm trying <laughs> to go over okay. something cogent to say just tell us what happens okay well first we have a mini scene where linda And Candace are still walking. Linda's like, where even is the backyard? And Candace goes, I can smell Phineas and Ferb. And then Linda goes, what exactly do they smell like? And Candace goes, motor oil and confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Then we cut back to Doofenshmirtz, who throws a rolled up piece of paper into the agent containment unit. Yeah. Perry unrolls it. And there it's like Ikea style, no words. Some pictures on, like, supposedly how to get out of the containment unit. Yeah. It's an escape plan. Yeah. Blueprint. Did Doofage Mertz draw that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> did he already have it on him? Is there not another way? Because what happens yeah, is... Open the door. <laughs> also, did they not think of this before? All the agents stack on top of each other. They make a little agent ladder. They're all standing on each other's shoulders. This containment unit is like like literally like fifteen feet high. It's like so it's high. high. Yeah. And Perry, the elected leader, the only one who ever does anything, climbs up all of the other Except Except for proposed this escape plan. Yeah. Except for 90 minutes ago. Exactly. He gets to the top and is standing on kind of like the edge, top edge, and (laughs) he Takes the hands of the top agent and swings all of the other agents over the edge to the other side. Yeah, they like Cirque Soleil out hands of this, and they just like whoop. Yep. Here's the thing about that. <laughs> I just have one. Yeah. No. Go ahead. <laughs> all of that, fine. Okay. Except that we see in a minute uh-huh. <laughs> that one of the animal agents is an owl. Um. Famously, Yay! a bird that can fly out of things. <laughs> Agent O. Oh, Agent O. What are you doing? <laughs> maybe he like is afraid to fly. Uh, maybe. Maybe he's afraid to fly. I don't know. <laughs> maybe his wings are broken. <laughs> He uses them to punch someone in the face 19 (laughs) times later, so I feel like his wings are fine. (laughs) I don't know what kind of like malicious compliance thing the Alka agents are doing. Seen a less effective group. Honestly, oh God. that owl just hung out in there. I do Are you okay? No, you reached the breaking point. <laughs> I just it's genuinely incredible. Listen, Oswald the Owl, uh, an icon. (laughs) There's also a frog in there, the jumpiest animal there is. How did who's standing on the frog? That frog's dead. Oh yeah, no, that frog gets smashed later in the thing when they land. I think Peter the Panda, yeah, crushes that frog to death. He gets up and walks away, but he's not the same. He's <laughs> not. <the> same. <laughs> oh no! Oh my gosh! What a fucking This is true, though. As soon as, so they like, start to destroy the enators, and everyone's like, ah and then they all of them just go ham and start punching everybody in the face they they are beating these scientists mercilessly yeah when i said that that owl punched someone in the face (laughs) 19 times not joking he's sitting on a scientist's chest just repeatedly punching him in the face like one hand one 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 One, wing holding his collar just punching him multiple agents are doing that <laughs> okay listen I feel like Love Muffin has ruled. like I don't know I just feel like the evil scientists are kind of always a little bit in the right they're never that evil usually, yeah, Not usually they just trapped those the, animal agents yeah in they a, could have like killed them Trapped is but even that, maybe too strong of a word. It really they sequestered them. In a room. <laughs> in a room with no top <coughs> that they could and have gotten of out awkward. of if they tried. None of them in their little <laughs> inspector gadget hats had any uh, grappling hooks to get out Brent, of there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, plus, like, listen, they had their permits in order. They rented this hotel room. They set up their conference. Yeah, it's like a I don't formal think they're event. they planning to, like kill anybody. They're just having a little science fair. Yeah, they, that literally is what they're doing. It's what they're doing. And, and these several animals... of them died of blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there the scientists... <laughs> who's fighting that owl is permanently disfigured <laughs> minimum dead. he has to get a new face that's always <sighs> true though like parent the always exacts more violence on doofenshmirtz sometimes, than is okay. strictly necessary <laughs> right. sometimes, sometimes unprovoked <laughs> i know i was gonna say somebody <laughs> yeah. just waltzes in and like starts yeah. beating him he up just and just smashes through like, whoa, the whoa, wall whoa, feet whoa. first whoa. into doofenshmirtz's head yeah Ugh. Insane. It's a lot. Listen, is it a metaphor I... for policing in America? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's absurd.
1: This it's episode's deep.
0: We've got some environmental stuff. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, anyway, oh boy. so anyway, the death toll is high. They kill all sure. the scientists. They kill all the scientists. Back at the rodeo. Um, Buford's like, my balloon, or my bull's not working right. And then he thinks that this kid's holding a red balloon that somehow everyone can see through the fog. Yeah, he says that as if the bull is acting differently than it was before. But okay, it's like still I just know, being a bull. It's just being a bull. Buford's like, I think that red balloon's making him angry. And Phoenix is like, can you let your go of your balloon? And the kid goes, this balloon cost me 50 cents! <laughs> and yeah. everyone goes, let go of the balloon! <laughs> Which he does he's like oh okay oh, geez. um and then the bulls all knock off their riders all the kids are dead because they get yeah. trampled and all of the bulls start the balloon floats away they all run after the balloon and then they take the whole rodeo yeah and now we'll get to it actually <laughs> that's what happens that's what happens that's what happens cut to candace she sees the fog is lifting she notices the rodeo is missing she's like but phineas is like hi stacy's like i guess we can't go to tiny cowboy and dr harano's like i don't know candace is focused single-minded determination to bust her brothers it shows focus which is something i hope would rub off on you and i'm like girl you don't even know yeah if If i was stacy i would be like you know what mom yeah get out of (sighs) here anyway stacy deserves a medal Yeah. Cut to Dr. D, finally finished with his innator. He rolls it out. Rodney goes, I wonder if it's a later innator. And (laughs) Doof goes, yeah, it's an eradicate Rodney's innator inator. And all it is is like a jack in the box where a giant punching glove comes out and smashes Rodney's giant fan. And Rodney cries and walks away. And then Doof wins by default. Yeah. And he goes, by default, my favorite way to win. <laughs> Which is amazing. Uh, but I guess Classic. the trophy belt, the host is like, oh, the trophy belt was destroyed in the fight. So you can have. And like the balloon floats into his hands and he goes, you can have this balloon. Yeah. Doof is like, great, I'll call it balloony too. I was like, okay. Okay. And then. <clears throat> The herd of very dangerous mechanical bulls come by and destroy the quantity in and kill everyone inside. Correct. Um, And then are still running rampant through the city. There's no no containment. No accountability. They're, They're feral now. Yeah. In an episode where there's literally an evil science inventors convention... Yeah, Phineas and Ferb invent the most dangerous they were the thing worst that ones. causes the most human yeah. suffering yeah. absolutely by far yeah no for the sure the fog may be a close second <laughs> sure sure but but yeah they really the owner burst. of that quantity in I hope he had a good insurance uh, policy me too rough wow, yeah. wow indeed uh, the end is just Phineas in the backyard sees Perry's by the tree you know there you are Perry and then Isabel is like, well, I gotta go wash my hair. And then they play the <laughs> Izzy's Got the Frizzy song. Ugh, oh, because she has a full and afro. We love yeah, Isabella's frizzy hair. We do. Also, did I ask this last time? Does she straighten her hair every day? Okay, I don't know if we talked about this last time, because, well, there was that episode where she wakes up, right? Did we already do that one? Yes. I think so. I think so. We so. talked about her bedroom. Because she wakes oh, up yeah. with frizzy hair and she's like, yeah. and it's all She there. has, like, type 4c hair like it is yeah it's 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 very a very tight curl on her hair right i don't actually know the hair types 4c might be wrong i don't know i don't know it's like a full afro right like it's It's a lot the volume is incredible yeah yeah straightening that every day would take hours also so much damage to her hair yeah no the heat damage is i'm worried about it but cool. I think she should wear it natural. It looks cute up in those two little I know, space right? buns. She reminds me of uh, one of the strawberry shortcake girls who wears yeah. her hair like that. I feel like she would uh, have trouble walking because <laughs> her much head much is big. already three times as wide as her body. Her and body. like then with the hair, it's yeah. like it's she's it's wider than lot. she is tall. Yeah, it's, um, it's big. So she's maybe a little top heavy. I don't know. But you're right. Right. Plus, she probably couldn't get a shirt on over that, right? True. <laughs> no idea. Her shirts must all button up. Because I was gonna how say, does she maybe get her she shirts just has over to, like, her head anyway? Shirts anyway, yeah. Oh, I mean, boy. how does Phineas get his shirts on? It's Herb's true. the only one that really could get a shirt over his head. Yeah, because he's just a tube. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> cool. I like the Izzy's hair. Thanks, song. everybody. Yeah. That's thanks, funny. everyone. Um. You can send yep. us an email if you want. Yeah. Uh, pod at gmail.com. We've gotten... We got a few emails this week uh, with some questions, so we probably won't do... I don't know if we'll do another Q&A this year. We're pretty behind, but maybe we could do that. Yeah, In between we'll seasons, yeah. we could do the... Oh, yeah. That's true. That would be good, so... Fun. We're not ignoring you. I usually respond to them, so... Also, uh, <clears throat> if you are... Emily, I am sorry. Did you not send her stickers? Hannah! (laughs) I mailed them today. Okay. Oh, okay. I printed the shipping label last week and then I was out of town this week and forgot to put them in the mailbox before I left. I put them in a mailbox today and I'm genuinely very sorry. Please don't stop listening to us. It's not Mara's fault that my life is a disaster. (laughs) We need to live in the same place so that I can do the backhand of the sticker shop yes yeah, so you could do can all be the, the administrative artist yeah work. exactly you could be the talent yeah. um if you want some stickers we have a sticker store it's uh. www.stresscadet.store slash pwca mm-hmm. uh i might add one that says is it just his poster that says i hate myself <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> Don't <that> a sticker. <laughs> oh my God. hear me out um it would ah. be kind of funny. <laughs> I'm down. I send us your sticker ideas. This, but um, yeah, if you have one specifically that you want, then that's fine. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, that's okay. that's where you can find us. Great. We're gonna keep doing episodes. Probably. Just kidding. Probably or definitely maybe not. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> See you guys later.